Exploding Headwinds, Monday, 7 or 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people. Hey, it's your friend Wolfman Gak. I'm not allowed in the studio anymore after jumping out the window too many times, but I'm here to interfere with the airwaves just to wish you a happy and scary Halloween. <laughs>
I'm not going to say happy, but let's do note that uh, hopefully you are marking the observed day for some of us for work for National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. Well, however you're spending your time, hopefully you're having a very pleasant good evening, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies, and this is your cinematically inspired program found here on Vancouver's bloody campus community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional ancestral and unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on our campus, and our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of the Hunkyming-speaking Coast Salish peoples. Also representing the Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh nations. So from Lions Bay to Ballingham, West Pass Point, Grain, and dipping south across the Salish Sea, to all the ships and creatures in the water of our friends over at CFUV at the University of Victoria aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL 1.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up in the sky and deep in the space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets by pointing their clicker at channel 7023. At least that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you will see the Exploding Head Movies show page and contains track listings and downloads for this episode. Once a live broadcast is done, along with most of our recent ones going back to the year 2014. Although if you look throughout citr.ca, you'll find a smattering of other shows almost going back to 2008, the Radio Free Gag Days. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. We're also on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, Stitcher, Spreaker, and various other resources and services. For those times you can't listen live through Crystal Wireless. Or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I will be your van driver for the next two hours, so... There isn't any candy, but you're still getting it. And you should receive your complimentary and newly regulatory 
retractable teeth in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, I'm sure some advances in the world of dentures have come forth, so those teeth can come in or out, whether your molars or your incisors or your fangs. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487 after the area code in T9 is U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet to the point since this is a single person operation. Everything is being mixed live. Things are being read. The appropriate diligent paperwork is being filed. And if something goes wrong, then we are also fixing that. So focus whenever possible is on the complete audience but it helps to think that I'm talking to one person at a time but you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com we are on the appropriate meta services as well but since Facebook is deemed at CITR and its companion magazine discorder are considered media and not sharing any of those links I don't have to tell you anything about what's going on there because half of what I post doesn't appear but if you are looking to see what CITR is up to, go look for Fanta Records, which is the other affiliated organization within CITR World Headquarters. But we are on Mastodon, 100-A-I-R-E at Mast.to. So it is October spooky season is upon us, and as is our annual tradition here, in honor of Halloween, this month is all tied to horror. So, we have five weeks this year. So, hopefully all the ducks are lined up in a row, though I do have to pre-program next week's episode tied to Thanksgiving. Although we will not be doing our usual sort of zombie-related thing, because apparently we'll have to feed on something else. First up, it will be the sound, the score to the 1987 kind of neo-noir western vampire flick near dark and that is one place that you can find the song that we started the show off the cramps with their cover of the great eddie cooley and otis blackwell song fever made famous by many acts like lily willie john peggy lee you know beyonce did her own version as did madonna but of course for those of us of muppets age rita moreno and animal do a pretty kick-ass cover the Cramps version can also be found on the 1980 debut album Songs the Lord Taught Us. And we've garnered some attention to this rockabilly goth act recently based on their cover of Goo Goo Muck, which resurfaced for the Netflix series Wednesday. But the score to Near Dark was done by Tangerine Dream, who were in town recently. And we only talked a little bit about that beforehand. I had high hopes to actually go see that show, but... My life is crazy, but we'll talk a little bit about Tangerine Dream, Near Dark, and the goal overall for this episode is to have sort of like a dark wave theme to it, things. Under the background, testing out all manners of dynamic levels here, this is the British act Redshift, and off their 1999 album Downtime, the song is Nails. Redshift was formed by Mark Shreve, and he's an artist I do want to talk about in a later show. He died in August last year at the age of 65. Big part of the industrial scene, along with other experimental music. 
But otherwise, we will talk about the Vancouver International Film Festival, which started last Thursday. It's a shorter run this year, spanning seven venues. And it does run until Sunday, October 8th, so over at least into the Thanksgiving weekend. One film we'll talk about here, and I'll try to talk about a few of them throughout the show. And thankfully, I managed to find a paper version of the guide, so I'm not always trying to print out copies of things all the time. Appropriate for Vancouver, it is a special presentation documentary tying back to 2011. When Vancouverites' capacity for anarchy was there. So, hours after the Canucks lost Game 7, but presumably in the works for a while, we had a hockey riot. So, the film I'm Just Here for the Riot... details a lot of what happened there and uh, Kathleen S. Jame and Asia Youngman revisit the events of that chaotic night through interviews with some of the hockey players and then track down some of the young offenders who participated there's a screening already midway right now at the Playhouse but there's one additional screening of I'm Just Here for the Riot and it's this Thursday October 5th at 8.45pm at the Park Theatre on Canby so just get a sense of what we have lined up for you but yes, as noted, Saturday was the official National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Although many schools were already marking the week beforehand to discuss the themes of a true Canadian history. Uh, previously, news of what the residential schools were up to was suppressed. Although communications from those impacted were definitely there. It's still hard to believe that residential schools were still running until 1996. But over the past few years... We've definitely faced the reckoning of what had happened, how many kids were lost, how many generations were scarred from this. And of note in 2023, for the first time, the province of British Columbia made it a statutory holiday. So, it is important to honor why some of us did get a day off. And we're, of course, mindful of the significance that the settlers and immigrants are starting to finally listen to what had been happening all this time. And of course, there's a lot of help that is still required because the scars are definitely in place. So hopefully the resources are available for need there. Otherwise, it's time for us who have not been touched by it to listen and then allow people to recover. We'll start with a Polaris Prize nominee from this year from the Sandy Lake First Nations, and that's Asana B, OG Cree singer. He grew up outside of my hometown in Thunder Bay in an area called Kaministiqua, associated with one of the key rivers that leads into Lake Superior. And his Polaris Prize-nominated album is Watin, named after his grandfather. And the album actually features various phone recordings of him. Beautiful album. And as noted, yes, it was nominated for Polaris Prize this year. As we learned a couple weeks ago, Debbie Friday took it home, but still important to listen to voices here. That are still processing what elders have taught. So from Watin, this is Asanabi with We Were Here. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. Live from the realms of Studio A, that radio station that's here for those who need to heal. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Cub. From a 1992 live from Thunderbird Radio Hell session. Not sure if it was Thursdays 9 to 11 here on CITR back in the day, but that is the schedule as of 2023. Cub with a live version of their song, Someday. Lisa Marr, Robin Iwata, and original drummer Valeria Fellini there. And Fellini was famous for handing out chocolates during shows since her background was in confections. And she does appear on some of the songs from Cub's debut album from 1993, Betty Cola, but she left later that year to focus on chocolate. And she was replaced briefly by Nico Case before another Lisa stepped in. Valeria Fellini recently passed away. Details aren't public at this point fully what's going on, but definitely there's been news circulating. Mint Records has done odes in honor of her. Hopefully I can get some more details about what had happened, but fresh news, as it were. Behind me, this is Hugo Montenegro, and from his 1965 album, Original Music from the Man from Uncle, this is Ilya. A little contentious, but this is one of the official soundtracks or not, since uh, for the four seasons that this NBC series ran for, different folks made music for it. Because also leaving us recently was the actor David McCallum, born in Glasgow, Scotland, the son of a violinist and cellist. So as we'll hear shortly, there's a strong musical upbringing, since he also did play multiple instruments. We'll let that loop over a bit. Uh, McCallum studied at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, where he was classmates with Joan Collins. And for recent fans of the actor. He was known as Ducky. Donald Mallard, a medical examiner from the 20 season and counting running CBS series NCIS. But for most of us, he was known as Ilya Kriakin in the 1964 TV series The Man from UNCLE. U-N-C-L-E. United Network Command for Law and Enforcement. Spy fiction series that ran for four seasons. Part of the spy-fi craze that James Bond influenced, and if you were watching TV in the mid-60s, there were a lot of spies there. Originally, Man from Uncle was a starring vehicle for Robert Vaughn as the secret agent Napoleon Solo, but uh, McCallum was the breakout actor with his blonde Beatles do. Despite his Russian backstory with the idea that Man from Uncle was uh, battling larger global threats, so folks in the Cold War would combine their efforts there. McCallum was so popular he got more fan mail than any other MGM or NBC star at the time, including those in film. And we did the past profile on music associated with Uncle from Exploding Head Movies, episode 374 from August 2017. We'll begin with one cover of Jerry Goldsmith's famous theme, which invokes some of the audio with the catchphrases and sounds from the TV series, and this is from the West Hell 5. And this appears from an online compilation called Final Themes from Uncle. But then we'll hear David McCallum's most famous piece, which doesn't involve any singing, and it has some ties to rap. But here's West Hell 5 with The Man from Uncle. Open Channel R, double A priority. The solo here. Napoleon, we have reason to believe that Guadalajara was incorrect. Please pull over and stand by for a code yellow message. 
Repeat. Please pull over and await code yellow message. the world's best cinema, meet the creators behind your favorite works, and encounter live shows that combine music and film at the Vancouver International Film Festival. Taking place from September 28th to October 8th, a stellar lineup of over 130 films from 70 countries will transport you to places you've never been. Embrace the magic of cinema with exceptional storytelling that leaves you captivated and inspired. Be in the room as VIF Live shows breathe life into stories from the screen, combining live performance and cinema and go behind the scenes with Viv Talks, connecting you to the brilliant minds behind the work you love. Explore the program and get tickets now at viff.org. That's V-I-F-F dot Student discounts are available, and if you are between the ages of 19 and 25, you can also join Viff's free U25 membership program.
don't have to chill until the next episode to hear that. Famously sampled by Dr. Dre. That's going back to the source. That was a David Axelrod composition that David McCallum conducted. So from David McCallum's 1967 album Music, A Bit More of Me, alluding to a second album of four from McCallum, we heard The Edge. It's pretty standard in the 1960s for any actor garnering some level of fame to basically get a recording contract and knock out some music quickly. Just think about some of the wonderful music that William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, and Adam West had put out. But McCallum definitely leveraged it in different ways. Because as noted before, McCallum's parents were both quite musical. McCallum studied the oboe and the related instrument, the cor anglaise, along with the guitar and drums. Some of his own compositions appeared in this kind of orchestral setting. And David Axelrod was one of those brilliant studio geniuses. And an ample source of heavily sampled music. And yes, as noted for 20 years, after playing the man from uncle known as Ilya Kuryakin, McCowan played the medical examiner in the CBS crime series NCIS. He was so into the role... He even studied the actual science itself. He attended conferences. And the producers were almost thinking of him making a technical advisor for the deaths of that naval show. McCallum was the last original cast member. The CBS series is still going stronger, though. All the original folks have gone. At this point, so has David McCallum. He died at New York Presbyterian Hospital on September 25th this year, six days after his 90th birthday. My name is Gak, you're listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Spooky season is upon us. Of course, I'm watching the UBC Fencing Club play with sharp objects stabbing at each other. Thankfully, it's just electronic things that are happening and noises and lights go on instead of blood being spilled. Because later on in the show, blood will be spilled as we talk about the 1987 film Near Dark. The background here from Bristol, England. This is Thought Forms and off of last year's album Clean. This is Burn Me. Another film screaming at the Vancouver International Film Festival this year he is the latest Hayao Miyazaki film, The Boy and the Heron. Since it's been a decade since Miyazaki provided something to Studio Ghibli story about a young boy, Mojito, growing up in Japan during World War II, and he meets a talking heron and must venture into a fantasy world in order to save his new stepmother. Joe Hisashi is back to do the score for it, and in recent concerts, he has teased some of the thematic music on piano. And you can catch the boy and the heron. I'm not sure if tickets are still available since I'm relying off the guide instead of the website, but if you go to BIFFF, there's two F's in there. Vancouver International Film Festival, viff.org. You can see what the ticket status is. Screening Friday, October 6th at 6.30 p.m. at the Playhouse, and that is also where it's screening for a matinee, Saturday, October 7th at noon. Now, it is 7.35 p.m., which meant at 7.30 p.m., so five minutes ago, doors opened for this concert here in town. Iron Maiden. Playing Rogers Arena as part of the Future Past World Tour. 
doors are already open. The opener for them is a Treyu. The door's open now. I'm not sure how the ticket sales will go, but last I saw, there were still tickets available, at least in the $79 range, plus the Ticketmaster charges, but as of now, you kind of have to get there and you can figure it out how you'll do it. Latest release from this heavy metal icon is 2021's Senjutsu, and that's their 17th studio album. But we kind of have to do this song, since this is one of those songs I try at karaoke and half the time screw up because, man, Bruce Dickinson sings high. In 1982, Bruce Dickinson debuted with Iron Maiden on their album The Number of the Beast, which would have appropriate to play last week. An exploding head movies turn 666. This is also the final album with the original drummer Clive Burr, and this is what put them on the map and got them her own plane, although Captain Dickinson is not necessarily flying anymore, per FAA regulations, but I'm sure Ed 4666 is still flying. Here we are on episode 667. Anyways, from the number of the beast, here's Iron Maiden. With Run to the Hills. Run to the Hills. Do it now.
have what it takes to be champion? Shindig is on and submissions are open. 16 artists compete, but only one can be crowned winner. Worthy of prizes from Music Waste, Phantom Records, and more. Throw your hat in the ring today and apply at CITR.ca. Only 12 guys to go! You're the king, I tell you! The king!
Occasional listeners will be confused by how much metal gets played on this show on occasion, but it's a family connection now. Nephew has hit his metal phase and he's practicing on the guitar, and I'm occasionally asked for music to help him. And as of late, there's been a Japanese bend to things, although I've not shared that with him. From Tokyo, that was Baby Metal, and off their 2015 self-titled debut, we heard Gimme Chocolate. The trio of what's called kawaii metal, so imagine Japanese pop idols, so J-pop, mixed with heavy metal together. That's uh, We heard Sue Metal, Moa Metal, and Momo Metal together. And Baby Metal's playing in Vancouver tomorrow, Tuesday, October 3rd, as part of the Baby Clock Tour over the virtual band Death Clock, famous from the animated series Metalocalypse, which is now turned into a film. Live Nation presents the Baby Clock Tour Tuesday, October 3rd at the PNE Forum. That's at 2901 East Hastings with its own spooky season stuff. Doors are at 6, show is at 7. Opening for them is Jason Richardson. Tickets are still available through TicketLeader.com starting at $79 plus the usual server charges. But if you get at the door tomorrow, it's $85. It is an all-ages show. And when we talk about Death Clock, previously on Exploding in Movies, we did a profile on virtual bands, animated or otherwise. That's Exploding in Movies episode 41 from November 2010. More metal in some other episode. And one thing I forgot to mention when we played the David McCallum, The Edge, which we associate with Dr. Dre's the next episode. Hip hop marked its 50th anniversary this year. So once the horror film's over, we'll dig up some hip-hop for November. So I'll find the appropriate films. It did watch recently Crush Groove, so we might head that way. If not, we're just wild-style Star Wars. We'll aim for some 80s hip-hop more than anything else, but we'll explore around. There's 50 years to play with. Behind me from France, this is Kavinsky, otherwise known as Vincent Bellorgin, off of a compilation from 2007 by the record makers called The French Connection. This is Ghost. We associate Kavinsky with this 80s kind of production style, especially with films like Drive. Most recent album came out in 2022, and it's called Reborn. So yeah, we'll try to get Dark Wave cold synth here for the next little while and we'll head to Toronto with new music from Odonis Odonis and a new EP came out this year called Icon featuring all manners of collaborations including with acts like A Place to Bury Strangers Tobacco Terror Birds Sons Patriarchy and Vancouver's own Actors whose latest album is 2021's Acts of Worship and they're playing at the rickshaw in December we hear from a side project of Actors shortly but here's Constantine Zenos and Denholm Whale otherwise known as Adonis Adonis with actors with no one left. Intentional 
Are you interested in conversations about intersectionality? Listen to Intersections presented by CITR 101.9 FM's Intersectionality Collective, a show where we tackle a range of topics that impact gender, race, sexuality, and social justice, like anti-fat bias, understanding microaggressions, and racism in the food industry. Tune into Intersections bi-weekly on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. on CITR 101.9 FM. Each episode will feature either a panel discussion from the members of the Intersectionality Collective or an expert on that week's topic. So tune in and also check out our episode archive on citr.ca slash intersections. Hey, this is Kept, and you are currently tuned into Exploding Head Movies one of my absolute favorite programs on CITRFM Vancouver.
Leathers with the 2021 single called Reckless. Leathers is the project of Shannon Hammett, visual artist, vocalist, and then keyboardist with one half of what we heard beforehand, Actors. And Actors was a featured guest on Odonis. Odonis's track, No One Left, of the Icon EP. Hammett works with Jason Corbett, also from Actors, on the music. Most recent single came out in April called Fascination. And as noted before, Actors is on tour. They'll be playing the rickshaw on December 1st. So as that date gets closer, we'll get more music like that into your ears. And the background from Cairo. That is Egypt. This is Abadir. And off of 2022's Mutate, this is Bass Belly. Abadir has been studying at the University of Arts in Bremen in Germany doing digital media design. And yeah, you could definitely hear that Northern African Arabic influence. And at some point, I do want to do an Egyptian episode, although that one's hard right now, the pre-planning stage, but we'll figure it out. More films at Vancouver International Film Festival. We'll talk about two that uh, caught my eye here. And this actually ties to the Northern Lights programming through Telefilm Canada. Featuring the next wave of Canadian and Indigenous storytellers. And uh, screening this week is Aitamako Tamiskapi Natozi, Before the Sun, is directed by Banshi Hanus. Story about a young Siksika woman and the deep bonds between her family as she prepares for one of the most dangerous horse races in the world on bareback. So, Indian relay riding. And. The film screams this Thursday, October 5th at 4 p.m. at International Village Theatre 10. And then Saturday, October 7th at 6.15 p.m. at International Village number 9. Then, an interesting sort of mock sequel to a film we've previously discussed when it came to indigenous topics. This film's called Hey Victor, directed by Cody Lightning. And 25 years after the successful seminal indigenous classic Smoke Signals... A former child actor, played by Cody Lightning, decides to create a sequel to relive his fame. So it's a bit of a meta-mockumentary following him through an uphill journey to do whatever it is to make it big again. He gets original cast members Adam Beach, Simon Baker, and Gary Farmer to kinda help him out. Hey Victor screens Wednesday, October 4th at 9.15pm at International Village 10. And then Thursday, October 5th at 6pm at International Village Theatre 9. All right, up next we'll head to someone with Boston roots here. It is Anjimile Shitambo. They're a folk musician with Malawi roots, and they grew up listening to Zimbabwean artist Olivier Mutuguji and then Sufjan Stevens. So brilliant mix of things here. And on their fifth album, The King, you can still hear the folk elements, but the title track just sounds utterly spooky. Here's Anjimile with The King.
She's Hi there, you're listening to CADR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from UBC Vancouver campus located on the unceded ancestral and traditional lands of the Hunkamenim-speaking Musqueam people. We honor the ancestral and ongoing care for this land by the host nations. Media practices are often rooted in white gaze, and we recognize that it is our responsibility to shift our approach and move towards radical empathy. While we broadcast from UBC Vancouver campus, our listenership extends to the unceded lands of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations and beyond. We encourage you to check out native-land.ca, that is native-land.ca, to learn more about whose land and territory you live and work on or may be visiting. Thank you. Thank you. 
It's like the whole world has gone mad. I saw you in a dream again. All dressed in blue. Crossing the tide. Burning like fire. It's just me and you. You're the sun. I'm the moon. bloom you're the sun I'm the moon is everywhere all dressed in blue burning like fire roses still bloom it's just me and you you're the sun 
I'm the moon. The name of the show is Exploding MOEs. The name of the station is CITR. My frequency is 101.9 FM. You can find us on Telesoptic on channel, channel 7,023. We're streaming live at www.citr.ca. We're not popping up much on various social media right now, but at least we are on the air, broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory. From the campus of the University of British Columbia here. From Montreal, we heard Desire and off of last year's Escape. We heard Black Latex. It's duo of Megan Lewis and then most of the Italians do it better label musician and producer Johnny Jewel. And then behind me. From this neck of the woods, this is Wands of the Minor Arcana, from this year's Into the Gloaming Isle. I speak over across the accursed abyss. Wands of the Minor Arcana definitely riffing on Gloaming Isle tales, as it were. The people of Haxony, that's the ambient project of Harmon Burns. So yes, it's October. Spooky sounds are properly upon us. Leading up towards Halloween, now in 29 days. As we talk about the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation here, since uh, this time marked the first time it was a statutory holiday in this province, one of the documentary screening at the Vancouver International Film Festival this year ties into that and resilience. It's called Wapake, which means tomorrow in Swampy Cree, and explores through an indigenous lens stories of residential school survivor warriors and their families as they understand the trauma and healing that has to span intergenerationally. Directed by Jules Arita Kustachin, there was a screening yesterday, but there's one more screening left of Wapake, Wednesday, October 4th at 3.45 p.m., at the International Village Theatres in Tinseltown in Theatre Number 9. Otherwise, yes. We will worm our way to near dark. So at some point, vampiric themes will pop up, but obviously I realize I'm talking a lot here. We should get into the music before we start running out. We're going to head to Brussels, Belgium next. Typically with that music scene, I definitely associate darker vibes. It's, and of course, there's always that little bit of that arena house type stuff and ultra techno. But yeah, if you want dark industrial music, such as we're about to hear, great place for it. The duo is known as Ultra Sun, and uh, they put out this single back in June. 
that it's appropriate for October. Here's Ultra Sun, and he's spelled with two N's at the end. Here's Broken Monsters.
The Aboriginal Frontier Society is a culturally safe, peer-designed, non-judgmental place for Aboriginal peoples, their friends and their family in the downtown Eastside. It's an accessible space where Aboriginal folks can experience, learn and participate in traditional Aboriginal culture, teachings and ceremonies as part of their healing journey through life. Right now, they're accepting donations of food and warm clothing, which are needed more than ever as residents of the downtown Eastside face the challenges of COVID-19 and winter weather. If you're able to help, you can drop your donation off at 384 Main Street on weekdays between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. That is 384 Main Street. To learn more about the Aboriginal Frontdoor Society and other ways that you can support their work, please visit abfrontdoor.org.
Rebecca Larissa. Vancouver's own Larissa Louva from her most recent album, 2022's voice leading Weird Dread. There's a new project from Larissa of sorts, uh, a little bit more rockin' and stuff. It's called Dream Loss. They did a debut at Green Auto a little while ago. Curious to see where that leads, because information's not forthcoming easily on the internet. In the background from Toronto, this is Replica, and off of this year's album, Hades. This is Prophecy. Hopefully give me indication of how up-tempo things may eventually get. This next set's going to be quirky, for sure. Galarissa has some Finnish roots, and it ties into a an adjacent part, since uh, saunas are a big part of Finnish culture, but we have an Estonian-French-Icelandic film as part of the Spectrum series about newer documentary styles. It's called Smoke Sauna Sisterhood, directed by Anna Hintz, and it tells the story of a smoke sauna deep in the Estonian forest, Groups of women gather to cleanse themselves, both body and soul, sharing in traditional rituals, revealing their hurts, longings, joys, and pains. It won at Sundance this year. And there's one screening left this Saturday, October 7th at 6.30 p.m. at the Cinematheque. All right, next up, from somewhere in America... It's girl underscore Earl. Girl in real life. All I can tell you, the singer-producer might be M. Parsons, but some singles have been popping up on SoundCloud. And this one is a fun little distraction here. Here's girl underscore IRL with Bullseye. I'm free when I ride I'm on the upper low tide when I'm fine It's 
never know your mind, I'm a goddess And I'm sick for what's clean When you balance on the cliffs, I'm free when I ride I'm on the upper road high when I'm flying It's cause I know your mind I'm free when I ride I'm only a below tide when I'm fine It's cause I know you're mine Mine, 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 mine. BC Culture Days announces its inspiring series of community events presented by artists and cultural organizations spanning across British Columbia from September 22nd to October 15th, 2023. BC Culture Days is a network of over 350 diverse events, all aimed at showcasing the artistic and cultural essence of over 50 participating communities. All events are free or pay what you may, including a variety of events for all ages. And anyone from grassroots community volunteers, public libraries and independent artists, to major arts, culture and heritage institutions can register Culture Days events as long as the events are participatory and free or pay what you may to attend. Event registration is open until September 22nd at 9 p.m. To find out more, visit culturedays.ca and follow at BC Culture Days on Facebook, Instagram, and X, formerly known as Twitter.
Toronto's Aikotomi. Off of this year's Animals Awake, we heard Dragonfire. That wouldn't fit in nicely after Baby Metal. Especially since Tomi had indicated that uh, she does work in what's called weirdo Asian pop. And behind me from New Orleans, this is Elizabeth Joan Kelly off of compilations with Wear a Fox label from 2020 called Strange Selectors. This is The Heart Sounds Like Heavy Artillery. One of the fun programs as part of the Vancouver International Film Festival is Altered States. And uh, it's not quite to the point of like being a Midnight Madness thing, but still features some wild programming and of course tied into our eventual theme involving vampires. Ugh, it's too late to even mention this as I look at the time because it's, yeah, it's not, it's already screening. If you get a chance outside of VIF, do look for the film Humanist Vampire Seeking Consenting Suicidal Person. Canadian film directed by Ariane Louis says about uh, Sasha, the world's most compassionate young vampire, as her family's at wit's end about her reluctance to embrace their lethal traditions. So she's been relying on ethically sourced blood bags to survive. But yes, she's actually looking for somebody willing to submit themselves. Kind of ties into the vampire's ideas of being invited somewhere. Well, you missed all the screenings as part of VIF this year. Maybe there'll be a rescreening because for the most popular films at VIF, Next week is usually where they start looking at re-screening stuff. One film as well to talk about that's still screening, or at least has one more screening, is the Czech-Slovakian-Polish-Serbian production Restore Point. Talking about Central Europe of 2041, as uh, citizens have been granted the right to be revived from unnatural deaths due to the new technology called Restore Point. But uh, when one of the head scientists as part of that program is murdered and tenuously revived through an unstable backup, a detective has to team up to find the prime suspect. Restore Point screens Saturday, October 7th at 6.15pm at the Rio Theater. Close to where I live. Broadway and commercial. We'll stick with Toronto as a place for music. And the act is Gloin. Noise Rock and Post Punk is the name of the day here. And off the 2022 album, We Found This. Here's Gloin with Positive Land too. And don't worry, the blood will start flowing shortly.
Tune into Post Rock Friday from 10 to 11 with your host John P for the best in post rock, drone, ambient, experimental, and noise. You are listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Language Arts off of 2021's Lemon Lime album, we heard Blood Flow. Language Arts spent some time here in Vancouver almost a decade ago, but they're mostly maritime based now. 
Nova Scotia, as I recall. In the background, this is Little Watts artist Russell Wallace from this year's album End of Summer, which definitely is appropriate since it is October. This is Among the Cedars. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. And then, yes, we'll get into Near Dark shortly here. Do note some of these may be out already, since typically everything tries to tie to a Friday release, but music can come out anytime now. So do check with either your favorite record store or where you find your music online. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. And as per last week, I'll play catch up on some of the re-releases as of late. But as new releases go, season one of the Adventure Time spinoff Fiona and Cake. It's scored by Amanda Jones and songs by various artists. That's coming out through Water Tower Music. The video game Assassin's Creed Mirage. It's scored by Brendan Angelides. And that'll be coming out through Ubisoft. Lakeshore Records is putting out Nanita's Desai's music from the deepest breath. And then this musical, I think with Spike Lee, is finally coming out through A24. Dick's the Musical. As I recall, this is associated with the creation of the drug Viagra. Music by Marius DeVries and Carl St. Lucie. This will be coming out through A24 Music. Dogman. Music is composed by Eric Serra. It's coming out through Bacaz Music. And a Kang. Composed the score to Dr. Chiang and the Lost Talisman. That's coming out through Genie Music. Latest part of the Exorcist series is called Believer. Music's done by David Wingo and Aman Abbasi. That's coming out through Backlot Music. I believe a vinyl version is coming out through Waxwork. Vocal Bertelman, otherwise known as Hauschka, does the music to Jewels. That's coming out through Abco. Kuldi, scored by Einar Sig Trigvason. We ended independently released, and that's the story with Trey Berry's music from Lanier. Nowhere, scored by Frank Monticell and Lucas Pear. That's coming out through Netflix. Steve Lynch's score from Abutuary will be independently released this week. Sasha Shaban's score from On Fire is coming out through 1908 Scoring Studios. The Unstoppable TV series is now a mighty movie. It's Paw Patrol. Scored by Pinar Toprak. It's coming out through Paramount Music. And Sylvan Goldberg and Matteo Locashuli's music from We Have a Dream is coming out through Grand Orse. On the re-release front, James Newton Howard's music from Alive. Yet another version of the story of an Uruguayan plane crash in the Andes and people getting hungry. James Newton Howard's score is coming out again through Hollywood Records. James Horner has two re-releases out this week or recently. Both coming out through Entrada, and that's from Deadly Blessing, an expanded version of his score from Humanoids from the Deep. The latest part of the John Carpenter anthology series is out. It's part two, tied to movie themes from 1976 to 1988. It's coming out through the awesome label Sacred Bones. There's an expanded version of Alain Gourouguet's score from La Planète Sauvage. That's coming out through Decca Records. We did talk about that a few weeks ago. And there's a vinyl version of Ludwig Göransson's music from Oppenheimer coming out through Mondo. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. And playing catch-up on a few. So yes, 
Prepare yourselves for a little 80s vampire action. If you think of films like The Lost Boys, and what else comes to mind? Not quite strange behavior, but also like Once Bitten and things like that that would come to mind, but this is the time of year where this PSA is appropriate. No longer on the rotation here at the station, but fun will be had. Last night, I left the bar. I was thirsty, and I don't drink wine. I was desperate. I needed blood. I turned to the only place I could. The only place that could possibly help me. Hello, Canadian Blood Services. Hello. I need some blood. A. Positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, we're all out of A positive and negative. Would you like some O instead? No. No, that won't do. Thank you. Good night. Save me. Save yourself. Give blood. Voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM. Voluntarily. Behind me, this is Tangerine Dream, and from their score to the 1981 film Strange Behavior, this is horror in the bathroom. Strange Behavior, otherwise known in some markets as Dead Kids, which is one of those on-the-nose titles where it's like, oh, I wonder what happens in this film. Well, there you go. Uh, Strange Behavior, directed co-written by Michael Laughlin. That's a slasher film with Michael Murphy, Louise Fletcher, and Dan Shore about a series of teenage murders. Teenage moiters. And it's, it's, well, I can't do my New York accent. We're in a small Midwest town. Series of teenage murders in a small Midwest town at the same time as a local university is doing mind control experiments on its youth. B-film of the highest nature, but it's a cult hit specifically highly lauded in New Zealand since it was the first time a horror film co-produced in the country made it to the screen, although the Australians and Americans did help out too. So yes, Tangerine Dream played in town, not yesterday, but last Sunday. I know people who went, and they raved about it, even though none of the original musicians from the heyday were part of it. It's just a line of continuity. They did also the score to Near Dark, 1987, film directed by Catherine Bigelow in her debut feature-length work, with Adrian Pastar, Jenny Wright, Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen, and Jeanette Goldstein. Story about a young Oklahoman boy who meets a vagrant girl and, oh yeah, gets sucked into the world of nomadic American vampires. I'll talk a bit more about some of the films that also came out around the same time, similar to Lost Boys, and that kind of like impacted how the film initially did. At the time of the score to Near Dark, Tangerine Dream consisted of the founder Edgar Friese. Long-time collaborator Christopher Frank and then Paul Hasslinger. And Tangerine Dream started off in the late 60s, early 70s. More in the hippie sound, but they definitely latched on to the cosmic music sound 
and came up with ambient music throughout. And I can't even detail how many albums they've had at this point, but they've scored over 60 films, numerous releases. And this comes from the Vresa Sarah Band, released from 1987. So here's Tangerine Dream. Listen to three cues here, although I'll talk over the third one. From Near Dark, here's Pickup at High Noon, here on Exploding Hit Movies, CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
from their score. It's a 1987 film, Near Dark. We are Tangerine Dream, first off with Pick Up High Noon. Then we heard half of May's transformation. And in the background, this is Bus Station, which will include May's theme. Near Dark was a bomb at the box office, but eventually became a cult hit. We're talking about a film that came out in the same era as other vampire kind of neo-westerns like Fright Night, Once Bitten, Vamp, Monster Squad, and then literally two months before Near Dark came out, The Lost Boys. It had a lot more marketing muscle behind it. It definitely had a bit more of a supernatural comedy horror element to it since it was directed by Joel Schumacher, had Kiefer Sutherland, and a host of others, an ensemble cast, to make it successful. But Near Dark always sort of remained on folks' radar. I rewatched it recently. It's still moody beyond belief, definitely in that tech noir vibe that you associate with films like The Terminator and Aliens in a way, which made sense because Bigelow was about to marry James Cameron, who makes a cameo in the midst of a bar fight that goes really, really wrong. Near Dark was considered for a remake in 2006, but it was put on hold in 2008 once another romantic vampire film called Twilight came along and kind of made it more a sparkly version. Tantry Dream no longer has Edgar Friese on it since he passed away in 2015, so it's currently the trio of Thorsten Questioning, Hoshiko Yamane, and Paul Frick. The latest album is 2022's Realm. I had counted the albums at one point, but obviously didn't include my notes here, but we're talking the 60s of albums at this point. And the fan base behind Tangerine Dream is monstrous. And if you go to Tangerine Dream right now, their website, talk to them too. There's a box set of eight CDs featuring the recent tour throughout United Kingdom and Ireland. So if you're in Toronto, they play the Opera House tomorrow, Tuesday, October 3rd. That's going to be it for Exploding Hamboos for this week. Coming up at 9, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he'll guide you to around midnight or so. Since he did bring his bag of records, so he's got stuff to share with you. Do stay tuned to see, do stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Hit Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You're going to look for episode 667, the number next to the number of the beast. There you'll see track listings and downloads for this episode along with past ones, plus a few links to subscribe to the podcast. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. And next week... It's Thanksgiving, although I'll be on the road. So this week, I'll be spending some time pre-recording an episode featuring former Vancouverite Tim Hecker and his score to the Brandon Cronenberg film Infinite Pool. Then for the rest of your horrible October, we have Rocky Horror, another Canadian film. I think actually it's by another Cronenberg as well, too, Antiviral. And then we'll close with the Japanese film House. Vancouver International Film Festival runs till Sunday, October 8th. The closing gala is a French film called The Pot à Feu, starring Juliette Binoche, Benoit Magimel, Emmanuel Salinger, Patrick Dassam Chow, and Galatele Bulugi. Based on. Not. 
<laughs> Looney Tunes, as you might hear from some rogue audio behind me, but um, Canadian premiere of an 1885 film talking about the Napoleon of the culinary arts. The closing gala at VIF will be Saturday, well, I think the gala itself is Sunday, October 8th. Their screening is at the Playhouse on the 7th, twice on the 8th. Do check out viff.org for the full schedule. To tease you for the jazz show, let's listen to some Polish jazz covering the doors. We have Marcin Walewski on piano, Szwawodmir Kurgishtiev on double bass, and Michał Mishlievkovich on drums. Of the 2021 EC album, ECM album, On Attendant, this is the Marcin Maslievski trio with Riders on the Storm. You have been listening to Exploding Hemis here on CITR 1, 01.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, stay safe. Booster shots should be coming eventually here. And don't forget, it's flu season and some other RSV stuff. So stay safe. Halloween is now 29 days away. You'll hear from me in seven days. I'll see you in a fortnight.